Scott with SJWellFlyer.com, Final Days Report, episode 136. We're calling this the NIH Challenge. But it just reminds me of scripture, Luke 12, 3, their universal laws that God puts in place. Therefore, whatsoever you have spoken in darkness shall be heard in the light, and that which you have spoken in the ear in closets shall be proclaimed upon the house step. These are rules. You just have to dig for the information. So NIH, let's go to their website. And then let's type in on the NIH search engine, COVID-19 update, what is the truth? COVID-19 update, what is the truth? On NIH.gov, their search apparatus, COVID update, what is the truth? Click on that. All right, here's an article. Let's read, the COVID-19 pandemic is one of the most manipulated infectious disease events in history characterized by official lies in an unending stream led by government bureaucracies, medical associations, medical boards, the media, and international agencies. We have witnessed a long list of unprecedented intrusions into medical practice, including attacks on medical experts, destruction of medical careers, among doctors refusing to participate in killing their patients and massive regimentation of healthcare led by non-qualified individuals with enormous wealth, power, and influence. Everything was centralized. For the first time in American history, a president, governors, mayors, hospital administrators, and federal bureaucrats are determining medical treatments based not on accurate, scientifically-based, or even experience-based information, but to force the acceptance of special forms of care and prevention, including remdesivir, use of respirators, and ultimately a series of essentially untested messenger RNA vaccines. For the first time in history, medical treatment protocols are not being formulated based on experience of the physicians treating the largest number of patients successfully, but rather individuals and bureaucracies that have never treated a single patient, including Anthony Fauci, Bill Gates, EcoHealth Alliance, CDC, who state public health officials and hospital administrators. This is a genocide, my friends. The media, TV, newspaper, magazines, medical societies, state medical boards, and owners of social media have appointed themselves to the sole source of information concerning this so-called pandemic. Websites have been removed, highly credentialed and experienced clinical doctors and scientific experts in the field of infectious diseases have been demonetized. Careers have been destroyed and dissenting information has been labeled misinformation and dangerous lies. This is on the NIH website, their search apparatus. Even when sourced from top experts in the fields of virology, infectious disease, pulmonary critical care, epidemiology, these blackouts of truth occur even when this information is backed by extensive scientific citations from some of the most qualified medical experts in the world, incredibly even individuals such as Dr. Michael Yaden, a retired ex-chief scientist and vice president of science division of Pfizer Pharmaceutical Company in the UK, who charged the company with making an extremely dangerous vaccine is ignored and de de demonized. Further, he alone with other highly qualified scientists have stated that no one should take this vaccine. Dr. Peter McCullough, one of the most cited experts in this field, who has successfully treated over 2,000 COVID patients by using a protocol of early treatment, which the so-called experts completely ignored, has been the victim of a particular vicious assault by those benefiting financially from the vaccines. It's the same playbook where they launched HIV in Africa and against the gay population. My friends, we've covered that. It's a depopulation playbook. They've wanted to get rid of people in this world since the 70s. There's a Kissinger document 
for depopulation. There's nothing new under the sun. He has published his results in a peer-reviewed journals reporting on 80% reduction in hospitalization and 75% reduction in deaths by using early treatment. Despite this, he is under an unrelenting series of attacks by the information controllers, none of which have treated a single patient. Centralized communication, only what, six companies run 95% of the media? Neither anti-Fauci, the CDC, who, nor any medical government establishment has ever offered any treatment other than Tylenol, hydration, and call an ambulance once you have difficulty breathing. This is unprecedented in the history of medical care as early treatment of infections is critical to saving lives and preventing severe complications. Not only have these medical organizations and federal lapdogs not even suggested early treatment, they attacked anyone who attempted to initiate such treatment with all the weapons at their disposal, loss of license, removal of hospital privileges. When I was growing up, it was doctor, client, patient rights. I mean, versus a centralized protocol, shaming destruction of reputations and even arrest. A good example of this outrage against freedom of speech providing informed consent information is the recent suspension of the medical board of Maine of Dr. Merle Nass medical license and the ordering of her to undergo psychiatric evaluation for prescribing ivermectin and sharing her expertise in this field. I know Dr. Nass personally and can vouch for her integrity, brilliance and dedication to the truth. Her scientific credentials are impeccable. And we're, we're living in Nazi Germany. This behavior by medical license board is reminiscent of the methodology of the Soviet KGB during when dissidents were incarcerated in psychiatric gulags to silence their dissent, or let's call it the Soviet KGB. Other unprecedented attacks. Another unprecedented tactic is to remove dissenting doctors from their positions as journal editors, reviewers, and retracting of their scientific papers from journals, even after these papers have been in print. Wow, it's a total whitewash. Until this, I'm gonna call it pandemic event. I have never seen so many journal papers being retracted. The vast majority promoting alternatives to official dogma, especially if the papers question vaccine safety. Normally a submitted paper or study is reviewed by experts in the field called a peer review. These reviews can be quite intense and nitpicking in detail and in insisting that all the errors within the paper be corrected before publication. And then they're just getting whitewashed. Folks, you should be afraid. This is why they want to go after your guns, by the way. So unless fraud or some other major hidden problem is after the paper is in print, the paper remains in the scientific literature. We are now witnessing a growing number of excellent scientific papers written by top experts in the field being retracted from major medical and scientific journals weeks, months, and even years after publication. A careful review indicates that in far too many instances, the authors dared to question accepted dogma by the controllers of scientific publications, especially concerning the safety alternative treatments or efficacy of the vaccines. These journals rely extensive adverting by pharmakia, witchcraft, sorcery, poison, when you dive into the Greek, companies for their revenue. Several instances have occurred where powerful pharmakia companies exerted their influence on owners of the journals to remove articles that in any way question their company's products. Worse still is the actual designing of the medical articles for promoting drugs and pharmakia products that involve fake studies, so-called ghost-written articles. Richard Horton is quoted 
by the Guardian is saying journals have devolved into information laundering operations for pharmacia, pharmaceutical industry, proven fraudulent, ghostwritten articles sponsored by pharmacia giants and appear regularly in top clinical journals such as JAMA and the New England Journal of Medicine. This is on the NIH website. Near to be removed despite proven scientific abuse and manipulation. Ghostwriters articles involved using planning companies whose job it is to design articles containing manipulated data to support pharmacia products and then have the articles accepted by high impact clinical journals. That is the journals most likely to affect clinical decision-making doctors. Further, they supply doctors and clinical practice with free reprints of these manipulated articles. The Guardian found 250 companies engaged in ghostwriting business. The final step in designing these articles for publication in these prestigious journals is to recruit well-recognized medical experts from prestigious institutions to their name to these articles. These recruited medical authors are either paid shills, those are my words, shills, upon agreeing to add their name to these pre-written articles, or they do so for the prestige of having their name on an article in prestigious medical journals. Of vital importance is the observation by experts in the field of medical publishing that nothing has done to stop this abuse. Medical ethics have lamented that because of the widespread practice, you can't trust anything. I trust science, well, your science is a joke. While some journals insist on disclosure information, many doctors reading these articles ignore the information or excuse it. Several journals make disclosure more difficult by requiring the reader to find the disclosure statements at another location, trickery. Many journals do not police such statements and omissions by authors and are commonly without punishment. As concerns for the information made available to the public, virtually all the media is under the control of these pharmacia giants or others benefiting from this pandemic or plandemic, I like to say. Their stories are all the same, both in content and even in wording. Orchestrated cover-ups occur daily and the massive data exposing lies being generated by these information controllers are hidden from the public. All data coming over the national media, TV, newspaper, magazines, again, it's very, very consolidated, six companies, 95% of all the content you receive and anything about the social media giants, it's even more consolidated as well as the local news you watch every day comes only from official sources. What's funny with the local news is they were different channels and they all had the exact same headline. It's just controlled, you're programmed, most of which are lies, distortions, or completely manufactured out of whole cloth, all aimed to deceive the public. Television media received the majority of its advertising budget from international pharmacia, witchcraft, poison, and sorcery, when you dive into the Greek, Companies, this creates an irresistible influence to reports all concocted studies supporting their vaccines and other so-called treatments. In 2020 alone, Pharmacia Industries spent $6.56 billion in such advertising. Pharmacia, Pharma TV advertising amounted to $4.5 billion in an incredible 75% of their budget. So they're killing us. There's this genocide and nothing's getting reported. And I got to tell you, I know a bunch of zombies that actually trust the news. It's hilarious. Why well, I started my ministry for news, I was traveling the world, actually even before I was saved and I was a big news guy. I was like, the news around the world's different. It's a 180 of what I knew in America. And I'm like, so who's lying? And then I found out with the National Defense Authorization Act and the reversal of the Smith-Mundt Act, they can lie to us. They can do, actually do psyops on you. 
let's continue, that buys a lot of influence and control over media. World famous expert in the fields of infectious diseases are excluded from media exposure and from social media should they in any way deviate against the concocted lies and distortions by the makers of these vaccines. In addition, these pharmaceutical companies spend tens of millions on social media advertising and Pfizer leading the pack with 55 million in 2020. While these attacks of free speech are terrifying enough, even worse than the virtual universe control hospital administrators have exercise over the details of medical care in hospitals. These hirelings are now instructing doctors which treatment protocols they will adhere to and which treatments they will not use no matter how harmful the approved treatments are and how beneficial the unapproved treatments are. I put the blood of Jesus on this genocide. Never in the history of American medicine have hospital administrators dictated to physicians how they will practice medicine and what medications they can use. The CDC has no authority to dictate to hospitals or doctors concerning medical treatments. Yet most physicians complied without the slightest resistance because they probably are in debt. The younger doctors going from going trying to pay off their medical school and they're sheep. They're probably just very smart with a lot of them just not having critical thinking skills. The Federal Care Act encouraged this human disaster by offering U.S. hospitals up to $39,000 for each ICU patient they put on a respirator, despite the fact that early on it was obvious that the respirators were having a major cause of death, this is murder, among these unsuspecting, trusting patients. In addition, the hospital received $12,000 for each patient that it was admitted to the ICU, explaining, in my opinion and others, they all had federal medical bureaucracy, CDC, FDA, NIH, et cetera, did all in their power to prevent life-saving early treatments. This is genocide, my friends. America, the Corporation of America is bankrupt. They need to kill people off. Letting patients deteriorate to the point they needed hospitalization meant big money for the hospitals, a growing number of hospitals are in danger of bankruptcy, and many have closed their doors even before the pandemic. Most of these hospitals are now owned by national or international corporations, including teaching hospitals. Does the Bible say the root of all evil is money? And I'm seeing this in schools. There's a podcast we did, Why Your Kids Will Always Be Masked. The amount of money was unbelievable that these schools could get, but then they had to follow these federal guidelines like masking your kids, vaccinations, and this is a genocide weapon system. I mean, good night. People are dying left and right of heart issues. It's no secret. Follow my channel. We cover it all. It's also interesting to note that with the arrival of this pandemic, we have witnessed a surge in hospital corporate chains buying up a number of these financially at-risk hospitals. It's been noted that billions of federal COVID aid is being used by these hospital giants to acquire these financially endangered hospitals. I would try to stay out of a hospital if you can further increasing the power of corporate medicine over physician independence. Physicians expelled from their hospitals are finding it difficult to find other hospital staffs to join since they too may be owned by the same corporate giant. We need to find an independent model for doctors, for real doctors. I remember hearing this one woman who had a practice and it was almost like just very transparent, her fee schedule, and it broke all the rules and she did very, very well. As a result, vaccine mandate policies include far larger numbers of hospital employees. For example, Mayo Clinic fired 700 employees for exercising their right to refuse a dangerous, essentially untested experimental vaccine. And then we know from Pfizer and their disclosure of all their documents that they wanted to actually withheld for 75 years. There are a ton 
of side effects. It's all there. All this darkness comes to the light, my friends. That's God's roles. Mayo Clinic did this despite the fact that many of these employees work during the worst part of the epidemic and are being fired when the Omicron variant is dormant strand of the virus. My understanding is viruses get weaker over time. My understanding is to get herd immunity, the healthy need to go out and get the virus. And they did opposite of that. Has the pathogenicity of common cold for most of the vaccines are ineffective in preventing the infection. I have one of my podcasts with the Pfizer CEO, and I think it was after the third one said, ah, you know, after three boosters or three shots really don't offer much protection, but we're working on the fourth one. <laughs> Good night. In addition, it has been proven that the vaccinated asymptomatic person has a, has a nasal far in, in geal titter of the virus as high as an infected unvaccinated person. If the purpose of the vaccine mandate is to prevent viral spread among the hospital staff and patients, then it is the vaccinated who present the greatest risk of transmission, not the unvaccinated. I know I butchered that, I apologize. I was a decent student, but when it comes to writing and spelling, I was a C minus student. The only time I ever had all A's is when I dated somebody that really could correct my papers. The difference is that the sick, unvaccinated person would not go to work. The asymptomatic vaccinated spreader will. Fascinating. It's like they want us dead. The major medical centers, such as Mayo Clinic, receive tens of millions of dollars in NIH grants each year as as well as monies from pharmacia makers of these experimental vaccine. In my view, that is the real consideration driving these policies. If this could be proven in a court of law, the administrators making these mandates should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law and sued by injured parties. You cannot sue vaccine manufacturers, it's a joke. That's why you should never ever put a vaccine in you. The hospital bankruptcy problem has grown increasingly acute due to hospitals' vaccine mandates and resulting large number of hospital staff, especially nurses, refusing to forcibly be vaccinated. This is all the unprecedented. In, this is all unprecedented in the history of medical care. Doctors within the hospitals are responsible for the treatment of their individual patients and work directly with these patients and their families to initiate these treatments. Outside organizations such as the CDC have no authority to intervene in these treatments and to do so exposes the patient to grave errors by an organization that has never treated a single COVID-19 patient. When this pandemic, my word, started, hospitals were ordered by the CDC to follow a treatment protocol that resulted in the death of hundreds of thousands of patients, most of whom would have recovered had proper treatments been allowed, bunch of sources. And these people wanna take your guns. The majority of these deaths could have been prevented had doctors been allowed to use early treatments such as products as ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, and a number of other safe drugs and natural compounds. It has been estimated based on the results of physicians treating the most COVID patients successfully that 800,000 people that were told die from COVID, 640,000 could have not only been saved, but could have in many cases returned to their pre-infection health status had mandated early treatment. Would these proven methods be used? They don't want you alive. That's why they put fluoride that Harvard said causes cancer and lowers IQ. That's why they still put fluoride in your water. We did that podcast. If the government loved you, they would do what? 
This neglect of early treatment constitutes mass murder. That means 160,000 would have actually, that means 160,000 would have actually died far less the number dying in the hands of bureaucracies, medical associations, medical boards refuse to stand up for their patients. According to studies of early treatment of thousands of patients, be brave, caring doctors, 75 to 80% of the deaths could have been prevented. Incredibly, these knowledgeable doctors were prevented from saving these COVID-19 infected people. It should be an embarrassment to the medical profession that so many doctors mindlessly followed the deadly protocols established by the controllers of medicine. Sheep. One must also keep in mind that this is an event never satisfied the criteria for a pandemic. The World Health Organization, who we're going to give all our power to, Change the criteria to make this a pandemic. To qualify for pandemic status, the virus must have a high mortality rate for the vast majority of people, which it didn't with 99.98% survival rate. And it must have no known existing treatments and it had treatments. That's, the, that's why they had to vilify hydroxychloroquine and those other things, which the virus had, in fact, a growing number of very successful treatments. The draconian measures established to contain the, this contrived pandemic, plandemic, have never been shown to be successful, such as masking the public lockdown, social distancing. A number of carefully done studies during previous flu seasons demonstrate that masks of any kind had never prevented the spread of a virus among the public. In fact, some very good studies suggested that masks, masks actually spread the viruses by giving people a false sense of security and other factors, such as observation that the people were constantly breathing sterile technique by touching their mask and proper removal and by leakage of infectious arsenals in around, around the edges of the mask. In addition, masks were being dis disposed of in parking lots, walking trails, laid on tabletops and restaurants and placed in pockets and purses. Within a few minutes of putting the mask, a number of bacteria can be cultured from the mask, putting the immune su suppressed person at high risk in bacteria pneumonia and children at a higher risk of meningitis. A study by the researcher of, at the University of Florida cultured over 11 pathogenic bacteria from inside the mask worn by children at schools. And then your breathing is compromised. You need oxygen to live, my friends. It is also known that children were essentially no risk of either getting sick from the virus or transmitting it. Now many of them are dying and having heart issues. Go figure. Right before they launched the vaccine for kids, we did that podcast vaccinating your kids is a sacrifice to Moloch and all these advertisements where kids have strokes too. No, they don't. Getting brainwashed. In addition, it was also known that wearing a mask for over four as occurs in all schools results in significant hypoxia, low blood oxygen levels and hypercapnia, high CO2 levels, which have a number of deleterious effects on health, including impairing the development of a child's brain. They're making dummies get your kids out of the indoctrination camps. We have known that brain development continues long after the grade school years. A recent study found that children born during the pandemic have significantly lower IQs, yet school boards, school principals, and other educational bureaucrats are obviously unconcerned. I got to tell you, I saw this interesting I guess, tweet that showed the mathematics they're teaching kids in China. And it looked like it was eighth, ninth grade algebra. And then we're teaching our kids perversion. Tools of the indoctrination trade, the designer of the pandemic, and pandemic is my word, anticipated a pushback by the public 
and that major embarrassing questions would be asked to prevent this controllers fed the media a number of tactics. One of the most commonly used was the fact check scam. They game this out for years. With each confrontation and carefully documented evidence, the media fact checkers countered with change of misinformation and unfounded conspiracy theory. Charge that was the lexicon debunked. Never were we told the fact checkers were the source of their debunking information. We were just to believe the fact checkers. A recent court case established under the oath of Facebook fact checkers used by their own staff opinion and not real experts to check the facts. So it's all fakery. When sources are in fact revealed, they're unvariably the corrupt CDC who or Anthony Fauci or just their opinion. Here is a list of things that were labeled as myths or misinformation that were later proven to be true. The asymptomatic vaccinated are spreading the virus equally with the unvaccinated symptomatic infected. The vaccines cannot protect adequately against new variants such as Delta and Omicron. Natural immunity is far superior to vaccine immunity and most likely lifelong. Vaccine immunity is not only wanes after seven months, but all immune cells are impaired for prolonged periods of times, giving you vades, put, those are my words, putting the vaccinated at risk of infections and cancer. They're seeing that now. COVID vaccines can cause a significant incidence of blood clots and other serious side effects. Bingo. The vaccine proponents will demand numerous boosters as each variant appears on the scene. Bingo. Fauci will insist the COVID vaccine for small children and even babies. Bingo. Vaccine passports will be required to enter a business, fly on a plane, use of public transportation. This is the beast Texas. And this is Mark of the Beast tracking. Carbon dioxide tracker, this passport tracker. There's a food tracker, allocation tracker in India with coupons. Track, 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 track. They're going to track you. And it's going to be part of the transhumanism in you with this iron mixed with clay. Iron is graphene oxide mixed in you. It's this fourth beast system rising, my friends. There will be internment camps for the unvaccinated, as in Australia, in Canada. The unvaccinated will be denied employment. There are secret agreements between government elitist institutions and vaccine makers. Many hospitals were either empty or had low occupancy during the pandemic. They're all dancing, making fun of you. The spike protein from the vaccine enters the nucleus of the cell, altering the DNA repair function. Check, 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 check. VAGE, T cells destroyed. Hundreds and thousands have been killed by the vaccines, many times more and permanently damaged. Check. Early treatment could have saved the lives of most of the 700,000 dead. Check. Vaccine-induced myocarditis, which was denied initially, is a significant problem and clears over a short period. Special deadly lots of these vaccines are mixed with the mass of COVID-19 vaccines. Unbelievable, my friends. This is genocide. Several of these claims by those opposing these vaccines now appear on the CDC website. Most still identified as myths. Today, extensive evidence has confirmed that each of these so-called myths were in fact true. Many even admitted by the saint of vaccines, Anthony Fauci, for example, we were told even by our cognitive impaired president that once the vaccine was released, all the vaccinated people could take off their mask. Oops, we were told shortly afterward, the vaccinated have high concentration titters of the virus in their nose and mouth and can transmit, can transmit the virus to others in which they come into contact, especially their own family members. On go the mask once again, 
In fact, double masking is recommended. The vaccinated are now known to be the main super spreaders of the virus and hospitals are filled with sick vaccinated and the people are suffering from serious vaccine complications. This is an IQ test, my friends. Never take something with a snake around it. Pharmakia means poison, witchcraft, and sorcery. Follow my channel. We go over the biblical ramifications of this. And this is the seal one is open. Check out that podcast, my friends. Bo is toxin when you read seal one in the book of Revelation. Another tactic by the vaccine proponents is to demonize those who reject being vaccinated for a variety of reasons. The media refers to these critically thinking individuals as anti-vaxxers. Just we're anti-death. Vaccine deniers, vaccine resistors, murderers. Oh, we want to live. Everything is reverse speak, enemies of the greater good, and being the ones prolong the pandemic. We did not prolong the pandemic. This is Lucifer's world. He wants to kill, steal, and destroy. He wants to defile the temple of God. He wants to change God's DNA as the days of Noah. I've been appalled by the vicious, often heartless attacks by some of the people on the social media and the parent or loved ones relates a story of a terrible suffering, eventual death, they or their loved ones suffered as a result of the vaccine. Some psychopaths tweet that they are glad that the loved one died or that the dead vaccinated person was the enemy of good for telling of the event that should have been banned. This is hard to conceptualize. It, it, it's wild to me. There were a bunch of doctors that were like, yeah, you gotta, we got a vax, we got a vax, we got a vax, and they ended up dead just after it. This level of cruelty is terrifying and signifies the collapse of moral, decent, and compassionate society. I think they're pro programmed zombies. It is bad enough for the public to sink this low by the media, political leaders, hospital administrators, medical associations, and medical licensing boards are acting in a similar morally dysfunctional and cruel way. Logic, reasoning, and scientific evidence has disappeared in this event. His scientific evidence carefully done studies clinical experience and medical logic had any effect on stopping these ineffective and dangerous vaccine? Absolutely not. Draconian efforts to vaccinate everyone on the planet continues, except the elite postal workers, members of Congress, and their insiders. <laughs> That's right. The elite don't have to be vaccinated. Do as I say, not as I do. So this looks like a book. I'm not going to read this whole thing. I thought it was an article, but this just goes on and on and on and on and on. Actually, it does stop. I mean, you get it, my friends. I'm grabbing, I'm gonna download this PDF. You should do the same. This is insanity. Kind of wild, kind of wild that it's on the NIH website. Spread it, download it, send it everywhere. Tell everybody this was on the government website. I think they have to come clean of what they did. Going back to Luke 12, 3, therefore whatsoever you have spoken in darkness shall be heard in the light and that which ye have spoken in the ear in closets shall be proclaimed upon the house. So I put the blood of Jesus that the people that brought forth this genocide, that the playbook is stopped. Because personally, what I think is going to happen is they're going to roll out wave two, three, and four. So seal one is not going to be one and done. They're going to, they're going to roll it out because they've got the sheep program to get vaccinated and put a mask on and distance by six feet. You notice that six feet, right? Number six. And then you can't buy or sell unless you're vaccinated eventually. 
social credit score. It all fits in this central bank digital currency that there'll be universal basic income and this income can come into you, but if you're not a good controlled zombie, they're gonna pull it away. Unbelievable, my friend. So Scott with sjwellflyer.com, spread this podcast, but download it, my friends. It's pretty wild. God bless.